Welcome to Interesting Times. I'm Joe Streckert. It's maybe one of the most gruesome and imaginative execution devices of all time. The figure of a giant towering over a field. And this giant, this effigy, is made of bent wood and reeds. The wicker man looms over the dark moor, and within its limbs and torso victims writhe, trying to escape, trying to bend or break away from the cage of wood. At the feet of the wicker giant, a druid, clad in furs and leather, ignites a bonfire, and soon the flames begin rising onto the figure. The victims inside are surrounded by flames and smoke. The giant's wicker form ignites around them, and, pressed against the bodies of their fellow victims, they feel their clothing begin to smoke and curl and ignite. Their skin and hair catches fire, and soon their sinews are burning, and their eyes bubble in the sockets of their skulls, and all that remains soon is flesh and fat turning into coals and ash. While this is happening, a savage Celtic horde watches the proceedings with barbaric glee, working themselves into a frenzy as the wicker man burns and the victims inside become smoky sacrifices to bloodthirsty gods. The image of the wicker man is a compelling one and acts as a symbol of pre-Roman European barbarism. It's the kind of symbol that, you know, seemingly justifies Romanization of Europe. If something as awful and bloodthirsty and barbaric as the Wicker Man existed in ancient Celtic Europe, that's, of course, it's all right to be a big fan of Rome, right? It also stands out as one of the more weird and cruel execution devices of all time, and that is some serious horror movie-type stuff there. In fact, there is a horror movie about the Wicker Man. Uh, There are two of them, one with Christopher Lee and one with Nicolas Cage. But Like the iconic Iron Maiden, which we covered back in episode 32, there's scant evidence that this well-known and truly horrifying torture and execution device actually existed. Um, As popular as this image is, and as well-known as this image is, it's not something that we get from a proliferation of, say, pictoglyphs or relics or archaeological dig sites or anything like that. Nope. We have one source about the existence of the Wicker Man, and it's from none other than Gaius Julius Caesar, or, if you want to be closer to the old-school original Latin pronunciation, Caius Julius Caesar. I'm still probably pronouncing that wrong. Caesar wrote about the gigantic anthropomorphic execution device in his memoir-slash-propaganda tract, uh, The Gallic Wars, and here is the relevant passage. Quote, The nation of all the Gauls is extremely devoted to superstitious rites, and on that account they who are troubled with unusually severe diseases and they who are engaged in battles and dangers either sacrifice men as victims or vow that they will sacrifice them and employ the Druids as the performers of these sacrifices, because they think that unless the life of a man be offered for the life of a man, the mind of the immortal gods cannot be rendered propitious, and they have sacrifices of that kind ordained for national purposes. Others have figures of vast size, the limbs of which formed the osiers, that is, the bent pieces of wood, they fill with living men, which, being set on fire, the men perish enveloped in flames. They consider that the oblation of such as have been taken in theft 
or in robbery, or any other offense, is more acceptable to the immortal gods. But when a supply of that class is wanting, they have recourse to the oblation of even the innocent. Unquote. And that's it. That's all we've got. That is everything that we have to go on as far as something like The Wicker Man existing. That one second-hand account from a guy trudging through ancient Gaul, killing people, who was trying to write a propagandistic memoir about how awesome he was and how, you know, barbaric and weird the Celtic North was. Were there written Celtic accounts of the Wicker Man? Nope. The Celts, they were not so much with the writing. Did other Romans write about it? Uh, nope. We do not have reports from other Romans seeing something like this. Uh, is there corroborating archaeological evidence? Are there pictoglyphs? Are there dig sites where we can find remnants of something? Nope, nope, and nope. We just have the words of good old Gaius Julius. Now, we're left with a few possibilities about the existence of this, you know, pretty compelling, you know, cultural icon. And one is that the Wicker Man was a thing, that Caesar was being totally accurate in his description, and they burned him anyway, so we wouldn't have any archaeological evidence. Another option is that maybe it was a thing, but it wasn't as prevalent as Caesar would have us believe. Maybe it was just something that happened, like, one time, just to be weird or whatever. Or maybe something like the Wicker Man did exist, but through the chain of hearsay and passed on information, we ended up with Caesar's account, which could have been very different from actual events, like a game of telephone. Uh, it could have gotten more gruesome, more strange, and more ornate the way that legends and urban legends often do. Another option was that the Wicker Man was not a thing at all, that Caesar just made it up, or whoever told him about it made it up. We don't know. But here's what's interesting. There are several modern groups who self-identify as druids or pagans, or whatever, and they have incorporated Wicker Man rituals and imagery into their contemporary religious and spiritual gatherings. Self-described neo-pagans in both Europe and the United States have used Wicker Man constructs and imagery in their rituals and gatherings, though fortunately they tend to burn just a big wooden guy and forgo the part where the effigy is filled with doomed cage captives. And I find this a little weird, given that when Gaius Julius was writing about the Celts, he was using what's probably hearsay and rumor to make his enemy look more fearsome, barbaric, and alien than they probably were. Lots of Roman writers did this. Uh, if you were to take the Romans at their words, then the various Germanic tribes, the Gauls, the Celts, were all a bunch of impossibly tall, ravening, combat-ready blood monsters who the Romans had to civilize, and who had all these really strange ideas and rituals and religions and languages. So, of course, it's in Caesar's interest to make these guys look strange, alien, and bloodthirsty. It made him look better for defeating them. No one would have wanted to go back home to Rome and brag about how they waded into the wilds beyond the bounds of empire and bravely triumphed over a bunch of orphans. So it's a little strange, I think, that contemporary Celtic neo-pagan groups, whatever you want to call them, use what was very probably anti-Celtic Roman propaganda in their own contemporary rituals. But on the other hand, fire's cool. 
even if the wicker man is more folklore than fact, there does seem to be something about burning a giant effigy, and there are plenty of contemporary rituals that are all about setting some man-shaped thing on fire. For instance, there's Guy Fox Night, when people remember, remember the 5th of November to gunpowder treason and plot. Uh, there's also the Burning of Judas, which is a Christian event popular in Latin America and also in some Eastern and Greek Orthodox countries. And then there's also Zozobra. What's Zozobra? I've never heard of it either until I started looking into this. But apparently it's been an effigy burn in Santa Fe, New Mexico, that's been going on for over 90 years and is sponsored, of all people, by the Kiwanis Club. Every year in Santa Fe, New Mexico, Zozobra is a giant guy who looks sort of like a huge cartoon ghost monkey in a bow tie, and lots of people show up to see this thing, which has various animatronic arms and it moves around, go up in flames while it's moving and flailing around and various acrobats are doing performances and fireworks are going off. The fact that the statue moves while it's burning sort of makes it look kind of terrifying, like some demonic fire elemental come to life. I watched this on YouTube. Take a look. It's amazing. Uh, and then, of course, there's the big one. There's Burning Man. Uh, the imagery of Burning Man and the Wicker Man seem to be related, and when my socially conservative father found out that I'd been to Burning Man, he did assume that I'd participated in some kind of neo-pagan druidic fire ritual. I did not. But it seems that that thing in the desert was not really inspired by the Wicker Man, at least not directly. Uh, the genesis for that is in 1986, one of the founders of Burning Man set fire to an effigy on a San Francisco beach while trying to get over a breakup. Uh, apparently, after building a statue and making some art and setting it on fire, he felt better. And from there, a festival was born. That appears to be a common theme among all of these effigy rituals. A lot of folks note that the burning of an effigy, like, say, Guy Fox or Judas or Zozobra, seems to have some kind of purgative effect. For instance, the copy on the About section of the Zozobra site reads as follows. Amid fireworks and the ceremonial dances of ghosts and a fire glowing, Zozobra is set ablaze, and it is said that as the fire consumes the beast, so go the feelings of gloom and doom from the past year. The flames renewing the hope and optimism of the gathered celebrants, the ever-increasing desperation of the howling Zozobra can be heard echoing throughout Santa Fe. Unquote. So yeah, all sorts of festivals echo those feelings, and I get that, and I'm not going to go all woo-woo on you, but I can understand the urge to symbolically burn away all of one's cares and sins, to look at the burning form of a giant and imagine it as some kind of stand-in, some kind of thing that burns for you, and imagine everything kind of nebulously negative, turning into smoke and ash that blows away, and feeling renewed after the flames recede. So, even if there wasn't any historical wicker man, and I am of the opinion that there probably wasn't, I think that Caesar either made that up, or somebody he was talking to made it up and told him about it, I don't think that delegitimatizes current popular effigy rituals. Fire, after all, is never not amazing. It's basically caveman TV. Just... Don't burn writhing captives inside a gigantic cage shaped like a guy. That, I think we can all agree, 
is not cool. Interesting Times, we are recorded at the studios of Portland's X-Ray FM 91.1 and 107.1 in beautiful Portland, Oregon. Uh, We are supported 100% completely, entirely by you donating to crowdfunding campaigns to keep this thing going. So go to interestingtimespodcast.com, do that. Uh, Also, we are engineered by Arthur Rosado, and we are on iTunes. Uh, Go to iTunes, give us a rating and review. We're also on Stitcher. I'm on various things of social media. Uh, I am at Joe Streckert on Twitter. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye. (laughs) 